cash-based practice owners interview series where I, Dr. Morgan Mies, PT, am interviewing different clinicians across the country who practice in a variety of ways, but all outside of being in network with insurance. The world of entrepreneurship and business for healthcare professionals is full of knowledge, creativity, and amazing people just like you who wanted something different. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on Facebook in the Cash-Based Healthcare Entrepreneurs Group or on my website at morganbeast.com. I would love to speak with you. So please join me as I interview our guest today. Today's guest is Matt Rochelle. Matt is a recently licensed PT DPT who founded GoTherax.com. GoTherax.com is a free physical therapy marketplace community whose goal is to pandemic-proof private practices. All right, here we are in <laughs> another, another amazing interview with another amazing PT entrepreneur. Um, so welcome everybody here who's watching live or watching on the replay. This is our cash-based practice owners interview series. And I should have named it something else because that is the world's <laughs> longest name. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and here with us today, we have Matt, who is doing something a little bit different. Um, and we're going to get into that. So thanks for being here, Matt. No problem. Please be here. Yay. Awesome. So cool. So we will we'll jump right into it. But Matt and I go way back <laughs> um, to the beginning of the research that he's been doing that kind of led into the stuff you're doing right now, right? Mm -hmm. um, yep. Which is awesome. So if you don't mind sharing with us, tell us a little bit more about like your background and like what kind of led you to what you're doing right now. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So um First of all, I'm Matt Rochelle. I'm the founder and CEO of GoTherax.com. Uh, GoTherax is a telehealth physical therapy marketplace that um, is meant to benefit, especially independent practitioners um, that are running their own practice. We want to be a place where people can find you and where you can advertise for free or um, have other services at a low cost. So um, the story of how I started this. Um, so I am a um, athletics guy, grew up um, playing soccer and um, went into the professional environment for about 10 years um, in soccer. And um, when I left um, coaching professionally, I came back um, and was kind of, you know, kind of wondering what I wanted to do. I had always enjoyed kind of the strength and conditioning and kind of the corrective exercise part of it. And so I went back to PT school. So um, just finished up PT school this last year. And um, in one of the last phases of PT school, I started looking at the idea of um, running my own practice and doing my own project and, um, at, and kind of stumbled onto telehealth just kind of through kind of different groups that I was in. And um, I kind of felt like that's kind of the future, at least the future that hasn't been realized yet. And so um, I, I kind of hooked onto it and in July of 2019, I developed a business plan, started meeting with mentors from the school and from outside the school, and um, then started putting some more research into that plan. So it started out with research just on legislation and oversight and a lot of other aspects to it. Um, you know, finding groups like uh, Rob's group that has a large following and what people were doing there. and. Um, then I started doing research, talking to PTs and talking to patients. So I've had the chance to speak to um, a little over a hundred PTs 
and um, almost that many patients as well. And um, basically I developed GoTherics on the concepts of what I learned from speaking to PTs and speaking to patients. And that was that one of the biggest impasses between the two was, you know, if you're running a telehealth practice, how do you find patients outside your local area? Mm-hmm. And then for patients, it was, well, I don't know if my PT does telehealth or not. So it was kind of like, well, I think I can fit something that will combine the two. And, and it's basically a marketplace. So similar to Airbnb, but I don't charge a percentage of your rental or, you know, or a percentage of what your earnings are is, um, you know, we offer a patient facing platform where physical therapists can interrefer with each other. And we're also where patients can come and they can search their database and find a PT. Almost every PT on GoTherics offers telehealth and in-person care. Some just do telehealth, but we require that everyone on there offers telehealth as an option because we feel that that's vital to care. And, and our feeling is that's vital in two ways. First of all, we feel like um, telehealth is vital to the patient because it in ensures that there's no interruptions in care due to situations like what we just got into with COVID mm-hmm. and we're still into. Um, I was just making a joke. It feels like the longest March ever at this point. <laughs> and, and, um, and then we also feel that for practitioners that, um, and I'm sure we'll go into this a little bit, is we feel like multiple streams of income is very important. And mm-hmm. telehealth, we think, is one of those key streams that should be a part of every practice in addition to their other streams of income. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I think that what you're doing is really awesome because it's, you know, like all of us have like started getting into telehealth, but then, you know, at at least from what I've found, there's not exactly like one resource to like find everybody who's doing it. Um, And so it seems like a really cool um, platform where, you know, like you said, the patients can go on there and look for things, Mm -hmm. but also like other therapists can go exactly. on there and say like, oh, you know, you're in a state I'm not licensed and let me find you somebody, um, which is super important. Um, yeah, that was a key thing. I kept seeing that again and again. So Rob's group is a great example where it seemed, especially, you know, early on, um, you know, March, April, you'd see post after post of people saying, I have a patient in such and such state that has such and such, you know, issues. Does anybody know a PT in that state? And it kept coming up again and again. And mm-hmm. I know a couple of people started trying to put together some other ways of getting it set, but it, was, it wasn't super accessible. Um, it, the links were not always, um, they didn't work a, a lot mm-hmm. of times. Or there would be typos and other things because it hadn't all been back checked. And then, you know, it wasn't patient facing. And in the end, that's who you want to be, you know, finding you as a PT or the patients. And so, um, you know, that's where I thought, you know, creating a platform that PTs can list themselves on that's free to list yourself that basically enables people to find you is, you know, a huge, of huge value to PTs as well as to patients who are looking for PTs. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the perfect solution. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Cool. So like, tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, like I know you and I have talked about it a little bit and I still need to like solidify it myself on there. Um, but, you know, if somebody was just listening to this and they, they hadn't heard of you or your platform, tell us a little bit more about like the process that um, a therapist might go through in order to get onto the platform. Okay. It's super simple. Um, you know, from speaking with you and speaking with other PTs, onboarding was a huge issue with a lot of other 
um, similar telehealth type companies. So we didn't, we, so if we go kind of stepping back just a second, is yeah. I believe in individual practitioners. So I, I'm less about entities. I, I, I'm less about, you know, fighting for corporations or maybe even fighting for small business. I'm, I want individuals to be successful. And so we built our platform originally on the idea of how do we get patients to meet with individual practitioners? You know, we want to connect a patient and a provider together, not a patient with, an, with a clinic or an entity. Um, that also came from our uh, customer discovery and looking with patients is the patient said, hey, when I find a PT, I want to, you know, I want that specific PT. And, and if I'm going to get a recommendation or if I'm going to go looking, it's more about the person than it is about the entity that they work for. Um, and so from a patient perspective, that also made sense to me. You know, it, I mean, to use the Airbnb, you know, I, I'm not going to Airbnb to look for a Hilton hotel room. I'm going to Airbnb to find the specific room or location that fits my specific desire. And so that's what we want to fill. So, mm -hmm. um, all right, so you're going to have to help me circle back to your, your question because I, I tend to always <laughs> go back. So where, where were we going to? So there's a therapist and they see your website and they're like, oh, wow, this looks cool. What happens next? Like, how do they get on there and start using it? So as practitioner, we made it super simple to use. Basically, you go onto our homepage, gotherax.com, and you can click in the upper right hand corner. There's an area that says create a profile. It's going to ask you just basic questions that all of that is filling out your profile on our site. Um, the only thing that doesn't go on your profile is your license numbers um, and then your email doesn't go onto your profile. So all the rest of the information is going to go on your profile. And then what we're going to do is we're going to populate that profile in the states in which you practice. Um, the whole process for the, on the provider side takes 10 to 20 minutes to fill out at most. Most information you already have. Um, we also, if you contact me directly, um, I can get my designer to go on there and we can do it at back end. I know that's what we did with you is we just did it <laughs> via the back end. And, um, you know, we can just go to your website and we can just glean stuff off the website and do that. A lot of people ask us to do that because it's just simpler. And for PTs, you know, you're trying to run a practice. You don't have a ton of time to put it onto everything. And we're perfectly happy. It doesn't take very long to glean it off your website, take some pictures of you, crop it, put it on there. Um, and so it's, it's just meant to be very simple. Once you've signed up, you're going to get a welcome email. That welcome email is going to basically say, Hey, welcome to go Therax. Here's a link to our Google drive that has all of our forms on it. Um, the forms that we have there are patient, patient testimonial forms, because we want you to go ahead and get patient uh, reviews on your profile so that you stand out from the crowd in your state. And then, um, you know, that form helps you to make sure that you're passing all the guidelines to do that if you don't have your own. We also have an informed consent. Lots of states require informed consent. So we've got that set there for you. And if you don't know if you need it or not, use it. <laughs> if, if, you know, if, you, if you know you don't need it and you've looked at your practice act, then that's, you know, it's, it's there as a resource if you need it. And then we have a provider agreement that's on there that basically just goes through and is kind of a hold harmless of, you know, Gotherex is not performing the therapy you are. <laughs> and so therefore, you know, you are in charge. And then the other thing obviously is to deal with um, patient reviews and 
the fact that we will curate the patient reviews and we will verify them all with you. But that if a patient, you know, does give a review that is not favorable, that that is not our responsibility. Um, you know, that is the responsibility of the uh, practitioner. So, um, you know, it's, of course, it's a three or four page legal jargon, you know, setup. Um, <laughs> but um, those are the three forms that we have there. And, um, and then on my side, um, myself or our controller, someone else on this side, we always go through and we check all the licenses and we make sure that you're licensed to practice in every state. And sometimes if we can't find your license, we'll have to email you and say, hey, we're posting you in this state or this state, but we need you to send us the information for the other state. Usually we can get it all, but every once in a while, like if you, your maiden name is licensed in one state or something like that, we can't find you. And then we're having to get more specific with the numbers, but that's the process. So um, the most of that is on our end. <laughs> the, you know, the, the 10 minutes or so is on the end of the provider to sign up. So. Yeah, so it sounds like it's, you know, it's it's really easy. I think I'm trying to remember like back to our last conversation, you know, and like what you're mentioning about like the onboarding and it, there's just like so much stuff that like, you know, we as the providers have to try to figure out in order to start using the platform and it's like not super clear. And I think like mm -hmm. that's been one of the like biggest things that you guys have been working on is making it like as simple as possible, because like the main point is to start treating the patient. Yeah, um, it is. So, you know what, I could run a quick demo if you want to just kind of see the site. I can yeah. share my screen. Yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, let me do that. All right. Let's see. So let's see. Share, uh, share, share screen. Uh, oh boy. It's not letting me do it on this. Is it? Okay. There we go. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's see if it'll do it. Okay. Uh, Chrome tab right there. All right. That took me a second. Haven't done it in this format before. So, yeah. uh, so there you go. You can see it. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is our homepage um, right here. Again, it says, how do you go Therex? Because it shows me as being signed in. Um, but this is the homepage. It just basically has, you know, we want you to search your state. So that's where the button is where it says go Therex. That's where if you're signed in, if you can see your provider profile and you can edit it. If you didn't, that's where it would tell you to create a profile right there. Um, when you use the platform, you search that, you know what, I should have gone, hold on. I'm going to go back real quick because of course I forgot Alabama is one of those states that is not super friendly with telehealth. So let's <laughs> go to California. <laughs> There's still a few that telehealth is not super common. So we can go here. Um, you know what? Why am I going to this one? I'm going to go to yours. Oh, hopefully. That's, that, that's what I wanted to do. All right. So we'll go down here to Nevada. Right there. Search your state. Right. And so then it comes up and there you oh. are right here. So um, you come up. It has, you know, some things already set there. It has a little bit about your specialties and everything that we gleaned from your website. And um, if you click here then it's going to come up with your profile. Um, so one of those things that, as you just mentioned, you want it to be clear, you want it to be super simple, and we, we don't want to complicate your life as a PT. So on this page, the only action item on this page, other than writing a review, is clicking book appointment. And that goes to whatever you've set 
as your point where you book appointment. So that's a URL that you set. If it goes directly to uh, you know, your contact page, if it goes directly to your calendar, calendar whatever you put there, it, that's gonna go to it. There's no extra calendar on our site. There's no extra setup on our site. You don't have to manage your, you know, anything on our site. It's basically, you set it up, it's a storefront. When they wanna contact you, they're gonna go straight to wherever you told them to go to. So some people have set this as the homepage of their website. I prefer that if it goes direct to contact because, mm -hmm. you know, as we'll get into marketing and I, I know I've heard in your stream before, you know, you want the less clicks possible, less barriers. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, awesome. But here's a calendar just of your general hours that's here, your cash pay. So it's here if you took private insurance or if you took Medicare, that would be there. And that's this is the information that's there, um, kind of just given a basic idea. So again, really all we're trying to do is get people to hit this book appointment and then go directly to your website so you get traffic and so they're booking through you. And mm -hmm. that's that's the whole concept. So that's all that you're setting up when you're there and it's back on uh I, I took the share off right yes yeah okay yeah, good. cool all right just making sure so um yeah. so it, that's all you're setting up it's super simple for patients to find you it doesn't complicate your life we you know like you said is you know it's like well you know i could do sign up for some of these other listing services or i could sign up for this one and there were some other comparables that i know you knew of or friends of yours experienced and you know, two hour onboarding processes or training or, or you have to be in McKenzie certified or yeah. <laughs> you know, what, whatever, whatever it was. And it's like, well, there's plenty of ways to do telehealth PT. It's not just about orthopedics. It's not just about, you know, musculoskeletal stuff. It's, it's about whatever people want to do within it. And we believe that many patients are perfect for telehealth, not just the a specific subset. And so, you know, that's where, um, you know, we developed something super simple so that, you know, you can also search our database and search for pediatrics. You can search for orthopedics. You can search for pelvic health. Um, and I'm sure as more PTs get on and give us more feedback, they'll be sending us like, I wish there was this specialty and this specialty and so on. And, and we want that. And we also want people who are specialists and have written down that they're specialists. We want to be able to um, to sell them more. And and in the future, we hope to implement some more aspects on ours that helps to highlight those people who have kind of gone above and beyond and maybe have a residency or a fellowship they've completed. And and we want to be able to put that on there. You know, if you're OCS, that took a lot of work. If you're SCS, that's a lot of work. Um, you know, if you're the phone, I mean, you know, that that's that's a big accomplishment. We want to be able to highlight those um, because we believe that PT should have a greater demand in the market based upon their quality, not based upon what an insurance or somebody sets. And so I know that's a big thing for everybody who's <laughs> in here for cash pay, um, but we believe that's a big key. And so I want people to search you and to see, wow, you know, those letters behind your name mean something now to people. So we're going to, our, our site is set up to try to direct people in those directions so that those letters mean something. And so all those extra courses and, you know, extra learning that you're doing as a PT that, you know, that helps you find patients that are perfect for you. If you, you know, I spoke to a gentleman who basically his thing is he wants to deal with hikers and he wants to be able to do telehealth, like from the trail. So 
his story is going to talk all about that. And his, his education and his background is going to talk all about that. And, and I want people who are hiking to find him. I want him to go, Oh, you know, I need somebody to find in, you know, that can practice that I, that understands who I am and what I do. And that's what we're trying to create those mechanisms for people to find you. So. That's awesome. That's so cool, Matt. Um, I'm really glad that you're talking about this um, because like, I think that a lot of people, you know, really struggle with putting themselves out there, but you know, even just by having this platform, it kind of like eases, eases their way into it, um, mm -hmm. which is really great. How many therapists do you have on there now and like have patients start using it? So we have a little over a hundred therapists. Um, we have not uh, tracked the successful um, actual booking of appointments yet. We know how many people are clicking on the book appointment button at this time, mm -hmm. but um, we have not been tracking, you know, going to the therapist and tracking, you know, how many of those actually scheduled. Um, what we are doing right now more than anything is onboarding. So, you know, this is, um, I'm in an environment that's kind of, it's called startup. And so startups, the idea is you're kind of building something and you're gonna grow pretty rapidly. Um, we're at that initial stage and the initial stage is, I have two audiences that I have to create for my platform. First of all, I have to get providers. Second of all, I have to get patients. Well, patients aren't gonna have a good experience unless they can find a provider. Mm -hmm. So at this point, most of our push right now has been just adding providers because once we get a database of providers, patients can come and have a good experience, patients are gonna stay. So actually we have not put any advertising dollars into reaching patients or anything yet, because mm -hmm. our whole focus is getting enough PTs on there and in every location, finding every specialty so that when a patient comes, they have a good experience. Um, and that's something that, you know, I've have a lot of mentors that have been on my side and, you know, they've said, you know, building a site with two audiences is a delicate balance of trying to figure out how to get both. And, um, you know, so the main thing is you have to think about, you know, what is going to put people off. And part of one of the reasons why we have such a low barrier to entry for PTs is because we it's 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 we, you're kind of playing the long game with us at this point. We we launched in um, August and we're still onboarding. We don't plan to be really patient facing patient advertising until probably November. And so that's when we're looking to really ramp up the views on the site. And at this point, it's just all about getting PTs onboarded, getting, you know, PTs listed and getting feedback from those PTs as to, hey, I wish you could tweak this or I wish you could add this or my patients I know would value this and so on. So that when the patients do come, they have a good experience because that's what's going to keep them coming back. And then that's what's going to help you get business from them coming back because we are going to provide an economies of scale effect to individual PTs. If you're signed up on GoTherex, you're a part of our advertising program now. And so when we go out and we search out and we're getting, you know, top ranks in Google and we're getting top ranks and other things, you're no longer having to do that specifically yourself. So mm -hmm. we're, we're leveraging all of the different PTs signed up in our programs and the revenue that we generate from that to create a larger scale um, you know, uh, advertising and marketing campaign than people can do individually. And so again, it drives people then towards private practices. So our goal is we want you to receive better bang for your buck on our side when you advertise with us or when you sign up for one of our premium programs that we're going to launch 
than you would on Google or Facebook or somewhere else, especially in regards to targeting your entire state or the entire states that you work in versus just your local area, which seems to be the number one issue that telehealth PTs told us. They're like, that same 20, 30 mile radius that I get for in-person, that's my same 20, 30 mile radius for telehealth. I can't break out of that. And that's where mm -hmm. you'd have to invest so much money into Google and Facebook ads to start breaking into that. Instead, we want to provide that in, that intermediary where you know anything that you spend in money or commitment in GoTherex is going to be a lot lower than what you would be doing as an alternative. So, but right now we don't have any. It's it's all free um, listing and free marketing right now. It will always we will always maintain free listing and free marketing, but we will be implementing some other schemes in order to build some revenue to be able to advertise and grow the site larger. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That totally makes sense. And I think for like a lot of people who are perhaps like less techy or just like less interested in like digital marketing and web development and all that stuff, it sounds like a really good option, um, you know, to have, which is great. Um, Okay. And then like, you know, what we talked about, you know, before we got on the live today is, you know, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about your journey into entrepreneurship and like how that has been. So kind of like even zooming out from the projects we're working on, yeah. um, you know, as an entrepreneur, which is like a whole journey in itself, um, you know, as you've been getting started, what do you feel like have been some of the like biggest hurdles or biggest challenges you've run into? So um, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. This is my <laughs> first project. Um, I, uh, as I mentioned, I did a decade in athletics beforehand. Um, so I've started um, programs in athletics, um, both in the States uh, as well as abroad, mm -hmm. and um, have been part of various uh, entrepreneurship projects where I started it and then passed it on to other people as I moved on, um, either taking a current project and, and growing it uh, or taking um, and building out something entirely new. Um, so the biggest challenges I think I found with this just entrepreneurship in general mm -hmm. is I think it's once you get through that initial phase of getting the ball rolling where you're super excited and you're super passionate to get everything out there is then you hit this kind of lull period where you're going to you're going to start to doubt that what you're doing is going to be successful um and so it's the hardest part for me and you know in all the projects i've done is kind of that point where i'm i'm not quite at that point now but i'm, I'm going to be getting there pretty soon where you've kind of gotten through those initial stages you got everything set you're getting a little bit of of momentum but you haven't had that big crash where you know, as we call in startup world, product market fit. You haven't gotten that thing where what you have is perfect and everybody wants it. And so you're kind of wading through the water. And so the the will to wake up every day and to take that one small, small step further with your project each day, that to me is the hardest part because during those steps, you're not really feeling that you're getting a lot done yet. You're feeling like, okay, so I made a goal today to do these three things have they materially changed my business? Have they, you know, has my income gone up in any specific amount? Is there any specific marker I can show? And often there's not. 
and those market markers are going to be down the road more. And so, um, you know, for example, I watched with your Facebook page because I was a part of your group page from the very beginning. And I watched you when you launched it and you had single digit numbers. And now you're in the hundreds in a very short time. And I mean, that. but I, I know that you you felt when you were in that first before you hit 100, that, that was a longer period of time. Since you've hit that three digits, at least in what I've seen, it seems like you hit triple digits. And I can't believe you're at 400 already because it seems like it, it seems like it didn't take that long between the two. But that first initial stage, mm -hmm. there, there was a ramp up there. And I think that's the point where everybody, you start to doubt, you hit the struggles, you wake up each day, you're not really sure. And you know, that's been for me in every project I've done the hardest thing. Um, secondarily with the current project that I'm in is, is I keep using this word startup. So I come from a small business background. My dad started his own small business. Um, he owns an injection molding company. Um, like I said, I've started some other projects. They were all small business type projects. The startup world is different. Right now, I, I, I sat yesterday for an hour and a half with investors. I sat today with uh, a, a member on my board of directors who also is an investor. And, um, you know, it's the idea is like, you know, we want to get in and we want to go fast and we want to. And, and it's, it's a whole new world in trying to accelerate the growth of a company um, at a speed of which you're not used to. Um, there's terminology I've never heard before, <laughs> and, and and it's it's a whole new learning environment. So I mean, it, it, you know, I when you mentioned this question, I went back and it was like, you know, when I went back to school, I thought I was ready to go back and learn, and I I I wasn't. It took me a little while. I you know I kind of thought, oh, I'm just going to learn how to do PT and stuff. There was a whole lot more I needed to learn than just PT when I went back to school, and I didn't realize that ahead of time. But um, it changed a lot of my view on everything else and um, kind of revitalized me in kind of I gained a new appreciation for learning. So as I left school and was starting this startup, I was spending hours and hours learning about startups, learning about startup culture, learning about investing, learning about cap tables, learning about. I mean, who knows what I've been, I've actually been a part of classes and in, in, in what's called an incubator um, that I've been going through that I do classes just for startups, learning from business mentors. I feel like I've been in school ever since I left school. So <laughs> while I was studying for the MTPE, I was spending probably six to eight hours a day learning how to run a business and how to do a startup and meeting with investors and doing research and meeting with other mentors for classes to build a business rather than studying for my MTPE. <laughs> so I was pretty, I was pretty nervous about that test. Not going to lie. Cause I was like, you know, I've done like an hour of studying a day. <laughs> Whereas I know people that's, this is all they do. Um, you know, so, um, you know, thankfully uh, that, that went okay. But, um, you know, that, that had me worried because I mean, I've been in school learning how to run a business ever since. And, um, you know, so I think that's been a huge challenge with doing a different type of business rather than, um, you know, some of the, the smaller scale things. And I mean, you alluded to it before and the idea that, you know, we all kind of have a, a desire or a tolerance for going into business to ourselves, I think, when we're entrepreneurs. And, you know, a lot of PTs, they, they don't want to deal with much of the business side at all. They just want to treat patients. And, and that's awesome. And if that's who you are, I think that, you know, all power to you. And 
Um, I love treating patients as well. Um, but I also kind of started to get into the idea of doing business. And then I kind of realized I was getting in above my head with the startup. And it was like, wow, this is a whole different world. And I actually put my patient practice um, more or less on hold at this point because, um, you know, it became such a learning experience to go through with just learning how to scale and run an operation um, this large that, you know, I just don't have any time to, to be focused or learning, you know, anything else. And you know, obviously, you know, investors who are coming in with hundreds of thousands or more dollars, they don't want me working on anything else either <laughs> because they're, they're putting their money into that project. So, you know, I mean, um, and not to mention that pitching to investors is a three to six month process and takes hours and hours worth of prep work and meetings and, and so on. So that's, that's a whole job in itself. So, I mean, um, you know, that's, the challenges of what I'm doing right now often are just, um, you know, I have a lot of, I, I, I'm, you know, I've got too many, what is it, irons in the fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know so. it's hard. And like, it's, it's hard for your brain too. you know, like, let alone like having enough time, it's hard to like switch back and forth between being like, okay, I'm building a business. Okay, now I'm trading business treating, mm -hmm. business treating, you know, and so like, that's a good lesson to learn because a lot of people that, you know, first like get into things and they're like, oh, you know, maybe like I'll, I'll open my own practice and I will work with runners and geriatrics and pediatrics mm -hmm. and people with this diagnosis and this diagnosis and this <laughs> diagnosis, you know, and so even like kind of like zooming in, like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. that specifically with, with patients, it's kind of like a similar uh, conflict with, you know, like you're saying, like working on the mm -hmm. business um, or treating is like, you have to focus in order to be good at anything. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, for me, part of it was, is, you know, running my own practice was a separate business than Gotherix. And mm -hmm. um, I looked at the market. I looked at where PTs are right now. I looked at where patients are right now. And a project like Gotherix was more important. It just, yeah. it just was. I mean, you know, there's other great practitioners in my area offering similar services to what I would offer. Um, I have no problem with referring people. There's uh, there's people already on GoTherics that I would refer people to. There's people that I know that aren't on GoTherics that I refer people to. There's um, some mentors of mine like you, like you uh, know Danny Matei, and and mm -hmm. I went in and met with Danny, and you know Danny's you know not that far from me. I mean, I, no problem sending somebody over to Danny or Robbie's one of his great PTs that's there that I love, mm -hmm. and um, you know I mean. It, it's like um, I had to kind of prioritize what was the most important to me at this time so that I'm successful in the project that I'm doing. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, there's it, it, there's not one aspect of this project that I can focus on just the same way as when you're running a cash practice. You can't just focus on your marketing. You have to focus on your patient care. If your patient care is not on point, then it's not going to matter how much you market. I just like I mentioned earlier. The experience of patients coming to my site, they have to have a good experience so that they'll come back and so they'll refer other people to come. So mm -hmm. your patient care has to be on point or else all that marketing, everything you do to bring people in isn't going to be there. If your sales isn't good or and your prices are out, of, are out of sync with what you have to offer or your value proposition isn't good, then your patient, the patients are going to come to you and they're not going to buy in. And so you, you do have to check all those boxes. Um, and that is kind of the challenge of being on your own. That's also kind of where I hope GoTherics can kind of come in as we expand our ever expanding, you know, banquet of services 
is offering more and more of those things in one location. So you can just click and go, okay, I've signed up with them and that checks this many boxes. And that's really our goal. And the first place we're starting is, hey, if you offer telehealth, go ahead, put yourself on there. And that way you have yourself offered as one of the PTs in this network. If you decide you want to advertise with us, awesome. If you don't, awesome. You're still there, you're still offering yourself and it gives you the opportunity to do it. If you wanna advertise with us, we wanna be kind of a one-stop shop where you can advertise with us and you don't feel the need to, to go out and Google as much and to Facebook as much that you can just rely on your organic in those areas. Um, you know, if you, uh, you know, if you're um, looking to do, you know, you're looking what teleconference software do I use? What booking software do I use? How do I build out my website? Those are a lot of the things, um, you know, including one of the things that, you know, I've put on with our, with our development is, you know, the idea of, you know, tracking people's um, certifications and recertification in all the states that they want to go into with telehealth. That's a job in itself. If you're in five states trying to keep up with all that, it's ridiculous. We want to integrate that into our platform. So when you sign up with us and you list your states, that part of one of our premium programs will be that we will track that for you and send you reminders saying, you know, hey, this is who you need to do. This is you need to do this. Hey, you need to be aware in 90 days you've got this too. And, and they, we want to try to integrate a lot of that to take those things off of the plate of the providers so that you don't have so many irons in the fire. You can basically go to one or two locations. Um, and that's another reason why we partnered with uh, PT Everywhere because PT Everywhere's platform is very inclusive of a lot of different characteristics. And so we set them up as one of our affiliates because we believe that they integrate into what we, what I believe as a practitioner. And that is, you know, as you grow, you want to have places that handle most everything rather than having, oh, well, I get my one thing from over here and my one thing from over here. That creates, basically, you become kind of the bottleneck of that funnel. We, we want you to instead, you know, you may spend a little bit extra money, but you save some time. And, you know, if you're doing cash practice and you're charging, you know, like they do around here, 150 to $250 an hour, you know, saving, you know, $50 a month on your fees for those platforms, is it, is it really worth it? Or would you rather all have it all in one place and save yourself the time? I mean, you know, I, I personally, I go for time because just like I saw you the other day when, when I was sending you some emails and you're like, Oh, I, I, you know, I didn't check the email. And then I, saw on Facebook, oh, she's out hiking and doing all the things that <laughs> often when you're an entrepreneur, because you get to decide your hours and you get to set when you're in practice. So you get to go out and hike and do all those things. And that's one of those awesome things you get to make your own schedule. And so, um, you know, we want to give people that time that they're fighting for when they're doing their own practice. Yeah, absolutely. And like that's why all of us are here, you know, and like wanting to go into business anyway, is to be able to like actually live the life we have instead of just mm -hmm. doing the same thing and feeling like you're on a hamster wheel, you know, in a clinic or a, a traditional job in a lot of settings. That's it's just something that I've heard like over and over and over again from the people that I work with is, you know, they tell me I just feel like I'm living the same day over and over again. Um, you know, and like there's a whole host of issues with living like that that we won't get yeah. into today. But yeah, I love that. I think that's amazing. Um, you know, and so to kind of like wrap things up um, for somebody mm -hmm. who is kind of new getting into business. And I know like today we've mainly talked about like doing a startup, you know, kind of like a tech mm -hmm. platform 
you have, but you know, you do have experience with having like your own little cash practice as well. Um, for somebody who is completely new to like the business side of healthcare and they know that they want to work for themselves, they just like might not know how yet and might need like a little bit of a push to get there. What mm -hmm. are like your top two pieces of advice to somebody just getting started? So first of all, know your motivation. Um, if your motivation is just money, then you probably aren't going to be successful long term. Um, most people burn out when all they're looking for is cash. And I think that's often one of the reasons why you see people who get into kind of the um, the dock in the box type PT clinics where they become clinic director and they're now working 60 hours a week and or 80 hours a week or whatever. And they're like, but I'm earning an extra $10,000, $20,000 to do that. They, a lot of times those are the people that are ending up coming and say, I wanted my life back. Um, you know, because you get burnt out doing that because just chasing the money is is not necessarily going to be the number one thing. So you have to have reasons beyond that. And I think that those lifestyle reasons are to me the most important. You know, if you want to be with family, if you want to have some flexibility, some freedom, if valuing setting your own schedule is important, if treating patients the way you want to treat them is important, whatever it is, there's got to be a motivating factor that's not just money. Mm -hmm. Once you get past that point. Um, I think it's just the idea of um, kind of getting your ducks in a row a little bit. Um, you know, you you do business coaching and, um, you know, I know that you have a lot of great mentors that have taught you that. So I'm sure that you've got a lot of great things that you're teaching in there. Um, but, you know, just kind of getting some of those basic things, you know, started up, you know, are you going to operate as a sole practitioner? And if you are, you could be a sole proprietor or you could be a single member LLC. You know, what are the advantages of, of an LLC versus sole proprietor? Have you gotten your liability insurance where it's individual? Do you want to be in network, out of network, or do you not want to mess with any of that at all? Um, you know, get a little bit of an idea of where your vision is going to be. If you want to grow big and you want to have big numbers, then you're going to probably need to be in network. If being small and being an individual and maybe hiring on a few people in the future is more what you see as your size, then cash practice can work great or out of network can work great. So um, kind of learning some of those little aspects of deciding where you want to go, um, you know, I think are key. And, you know, I wrote down, uh, you know, a couple of things, you know, marketing wise, because I know that that was a big thing for you um, yeah. that I wanted to make sure that I mentioned. And it was, you know, when, um, you know, aside from the, the obvious, you know, self-promotion of, you know, list on GoTherex, um, when you're trying <laughs> to market yourself, um, I think there, there are three keys that, that I think are important to, to note. Uh, first one is, um, you know, when you are looking in this world, you're, if you are looking for direct access, digital is going to be one of those areas you're going to be in. So you're going to have a digital storefront. Make sure that you have a good website. Your website needs to look modern. It needs to look like it was made in the last five years. I mean, I, on GoTherex, we go through tons of PT websites. Some of them are absolutely awful. <laughs> absolutely awful. I mean, you know, the, if your website looks like it was made 10 years ago, patients see that, they note that, and it's not going to work. So your website needs to look good and it needs to look modern, but it also needs to pass the grunt test. The grunt test is very simple. Someone in five seconds when they arrive at your website needs to know who you are, what you do, and what is it that you want them to do. 
right? So like on our site, that's why you come to our site, there's a picture there and right in the middle, it says search your state because that's what we want you to do. It's right there up front in your face, in the middle. That's what we want you to do. And, and your website needs to be that way. I have a picture of a PT in doing telehealth on my website. The reason for that is so that that's what we, that's what we are going to be offering. You know, people come to our website, they're going to get telehealth PT. So that's what the picture is of. I don't have a picture of something esoteric. It's not like a Nike commercial where, you know, the the athlete is, you know, the the kind of chubby kid that was running down and, and is never stopping running. I love that ad where, you know, he I, he, he can barely, you know, he can barely rebound his steps because he's just so much overweight, but he's determined he's gonna he's gonna make it through. And those are great for advertisements, but nobody's gonna sit and watch a two-minute advertisement on your website. So it's gotta it's gotta be right there up front what you do, um, and it's gotta look modern so that you look like you're up to you know the current state of where people are, and that means you're gonna have to actualize your website over time as well and keep up with that. It's not a case of one and done; it's a case of moving forward. Um, in that website and in everything you do, learn to tell a story. Um, there's an incredible book. Um, it's called Building a Story Brand. If you haven't read it, every single person who wants to market anything should read that. The whole basic idea is that you need to create a business where you are the guru and your customer, or in this case, your patient, they're the hero. And successful cash practice businesses, you are going to walk in and you're gonna have a patient and you're gonna show them how they can become the person they want to be and how you're going to guide them there. It's not about you and how amazing you are. It's about how amazing they are and how they are gonna get from who they are to this immeasurable future that they wanna to get to. And if you can paint that journey in all of your marketing, then you're gonna be successful because people buy into that. People grab onto that type of thing. We all want to be the hero in our story if we aren't already. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last thing is, um, don't be afraid to spend money. I think that um, as as PTs and um, you know, and this I guess comes from my business background. I mean, you know, I was in business way before PT. I worked once for an oil importer. Okay, the 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 revenue margins that we were working in, basically every time ten million dollars accumulated in our account, I made a transfer of that money out. Okay, the PTs obviously don't work in tens of millions of dollars, but what PTs often think is they're like, oh, that I, I remember in PT school, you know, meeting with physical therapists and they'd be like, oh, this piece of machinery costs $4,000. And it's like, oh my gosh, $4,000. And I'm thinking every piece of machinery in my dad's shop costs over $100,000, right? And every single piece of machinery we use in that oil importer, I mean, it was hundreds of millions of dollars, right? I mean, and so it's like, don't get too caught up in the numbers. What you need to get caught up in is what are those different things going to do for you? So if you can track, I spend this money and it gives me this, as long as you can track what that money is doing for you, spend it. If it's going to be advantageous. if you can spend a dollar and it earns you a dollar 50, spend it. If you can, you know, spend $3,000 and you get back $10,000, 
you're going to be really happy with that return. And I know that, um, you know, there's a lot of people that preach that in business. Danny Matei is one of the great ones. He'll talk about his mastermind group. That's $10,000 a year and $10,000. It's like out of my own money. That seems like a ton. I mean, most people see a great return on that because of the, the, in, the things that you're going to get out of that. And so, you know, you have to be, you have to be okay with getting that money out there and you have, you need to learn to track it. You need to learn to make sure that you know what it's bringing in. You don't just spend it haphazardly, but don't be so miserly as to not spend the money that it is needed to grow. That's why I'm going out to get investment in my company. I'm going to be giving away portions of my company to get investment. Why? Because that's what it needs to grow. If I don't spend that money and it doesn't grow to a certain size, then my business is not successful for me or any of the other people using my platform. So it's my job to grow the economies of scale, not just with revenue generated by my platform, but with also investment so we can get there in front of everybody's eyes. So then the revenue is going to come in naturally, right? That's my model. So I know that I have to invest in that and I know that there's going to be costs involved. When you embrace that mentality of knowing I have to go out and spend in order to bring more in and you learn how to track it, you will be able to scale and you will be successful. Oh my gosh, I feel like I need to applaud. <laughs> That's awesome. That's those are like such good pieces of advice. And you know, the last one, I think you're the only person who's brought that up so far is like, don't be afraid to, you know, invest either in your company, invest in yourself, you know, whatever it is, because like mm -hmm you know, in the end, if you don't figure out a way to invest either money or time, you're not going to be able to grow. Like you're, you're going to stunt that growth and you're going to stay stuck. Um, and I think specifically with cash practice too, sometimes it's like, well, how can I ask a patient to pay me $150 if like, for example, like I'm not willing to pay a business coach $150, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, like if I think like, oh, that's too much money, how am I going to then turn around and ask a patient to spend that much? You know, like it doesn't make any sense. And mm -hmm. so like becoming a little bit more comfortable with money and, you know, right. like you said, looking at like, what is this going to return for me? Um, you know, I think that makes you a little bit more, a lot more success, successful, like especially with sales too, you know, mm -hmm. to just have that confidence and um, comfort with all of it. Definitely. Yeah. Don't be afraid to charge for it. My lawyer charges me $500 an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so there so, you go. And, 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 and she's not apologetic about that at all. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, she tells me, she know, she's like, you know, I looked around and we're actually have, we have the lowest fees in the city for what we do. <laughs> so healthcare attorneys do not come cheap. So, I mean, you know, it, it's, you know, that is, that's just, you know, you have to be willing to do that. And, and we're worth what we're asking for. And, you know, we've all invested so much time and effort into our degrees and, and everything that we do. And, you know, it's all just an exchange. And I mean, that's, that's a whole nother conversation kind of yeah. in and of itself, but you know, it, you know, money's the, part of one of the concepts of understanding money is, you know, it, it flows through you and, and the better you can get at having it flow through you is fine in larger amounts, smaller amounts, but money's always going to flow, you know, through you. And you, you just have to learn how to, you know, how to manage that. And, you know, as you grow, you're going to manage larger and larger numbers. And, you know, like I said, the oil importer, the numbers that they were managing versus, you know, what, you know, the PT practices are managing. I mean, they're totally different amounts of money, but the, the goal was the same. And that was, you know, we have a certain amount of expenses and then we have a certain amount of revenue and we're trying to get our revenue to exceed those expenses. 
And it doesn't matter if it's, you know, you know, a, you know, $100,000 practice, or if it's a $10 million practice, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Great lessons, Matt. I think that all of this has been super helpful. Um, and it's definitely given like a different perspective to things, which is really mm -hmm. cool. Um, and so like with GoTherx, I know like at the beginning, you're talking a lot about how, you know, you're working on onboarding um, providers mm -hmm. and everything. So what is the best way for somebody to contact you if they want to be on your website? So if you want to be on my website, you go to GoTherx.com and then you click in the upper right hand corner where it says plus create a provider profile and then mm -hmm. just fill it out there and then that'll be sent in to us. Um, you can always contact me directly, um, Matt, R-M-A-T-T-R at GoTherx.com. Um, and then we are on Facebook and we are on Instagram mainly. Uh, we've developed a little bit of YouTube and Twitter, but we're not as active there yet. So that's where we are. Um, Morgan, before we finish up, I want to thank you. You you were a big oh. part of my my initial process. As you said, you were part of those interviews. And, um, you know, you've passed me on to other people, you know, to... You know, I got to speak to some of your patients. I got to speak to um, other practitioners that you um, referred me to. And I mean, you were a huge benefit to me in, in my starting as I went. And I think that you're, you've been doing great things. I follow everything you do. And, you know, I apologize if I'm, I'm a bit more of a lurker on Facebook than I am a, a practitioner. I, I get my wife to do a lot of the acting stuff because I'm just, I'm a bit more of a lurker on there, but I, I'm always following all the stuff you do. And I'm, I, I mean, you know, I, I think that it's great. And I think that you're doing such a great thing for people in the community. And you have so many cool people that follow you that I've learned about, um, you know, what they do from their following you. And, um, you know, I'm kind of just hoping to, you know, kind of continue following, you know, your journey as I get to see more of what you're doing. And, um, you know, I, I, I think you're doing that thing that I said, which is you're embracing that multiple streams to create stability, you know, through the various things you're doing. And I think, that's awesome because that's that that is one of my passions. I want I want individual people to be successful and, and you're being successful through doing that. And you're also building a, you know, as I call it, a pandemic proof business because you've got multiple different areas. And, you know, if something happens and, you know, there's covid or there's whatever it is that happens that limits one side of your business, you have other sides so that you can pay your bills and you don't have to worry about what's going on. Um, you know, and what you're building. And so I think that's awesome. And you're an inspiration for me and what you're doing. And, um, you know, I, uh, I can't wait to kind of continue to see what we're doing. And hopefully we'll get to get together again. So yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so nice. Thank you so much. Um, oh my God. I don't even know what to say, <laughs> but, but thank you. Yeah. And like, it's been really cool to see, you know, go Therex grow because I've like known about it for a while and everything. Um, and yeah, it'll be awesome to see how we finish out the end of the year and what we do next year too. So great. Well, cool. Thank you so much for being here, Matt. I really appreciate it. No problem. It was awesome. Thank you, Morgan. Yeah, absolutely. So all you guys who have been watching, um, whether you're catching it live or on the replay, um, you know, if you're interested in starting a solo practice, but don't know what to do, please DM me, let me know. Um, and definitely, if you are interested in telehealth, please hit up Matt, go to Therex, go to gotherex.com um, and check it out because it's, you know, it's definitely something that's coming in the future. And to just kind of have like this pretty simple and easy way to get out there um, and be like patient facing. Um, I know a lot of you guys are, are afraid of marketing. <laughs> um, so this will be a really, really good resource for everybody out there. 
But yeah, awesome. Thank you again so much. And we Thank will you. catch everybody soon. All right. All right, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I am honored to be a part of this community, and it is my hope that by spreading the stories of clinicians just like you who wanted something more and went after it, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of and that you work so hard for. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on Facebook in the Cash-Based Healthcare Entrepreneurs Group or on my website at morganmeese.com. I would love to speak with you. And you can also find me on Instagram at drmorganmeese. So who do you want to hear from next? Or would you like to be featured on this series? Please email me at morgan at I'll talk to you guys soon.